What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show and maybe even jump your story in the line or maybe even read stories with me or maybe you have a story you would like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back all to right, Lorehammer right. Listener Lore, the 40K podcast where you get to write the script. Hey, everyone. I'm your host, Mark, and joining me for the first time is Combative Storm. Welcome to the show. Hello. <laughs> Heidi, ho there. What's going on there? Uh, not much, man. I'm just nervously awaiting to to read you this lore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you guys like care what the fuck I think about it, but you guys seem to think i'm some lore god where meanwhile i haven't read a book in a year uh, i know i mean i've it's been pretty reinforced in my mind that you can't read so i don't <laughs> know what i'm so nervous about exactly <laughs> but 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 i don't know it's just it's exciting you know it's more exciting yeah than yeah excited, kind of nervous than anything no it's cool we get to uh, share that's what this show's about we get to share people's lore that they have submitted uh the lore we're reading today is your lore so maybe you want to give us a one sentence teaser before you kind of read it off absolutely i'll give you i'll give the audience the same teaser i gave you in dms which is a quote from the chapter master of the my custom chapter uh his name is malum master of the hunt <clears throat> Let our hate become their fear, our victory their doom, and our reward their blood. I would yell, but I have family, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And then in the DMs, we started all chanting, like, skulls for the... <laughs> it wasn't like... Yes. Reward, but it was for, like, skulls for the chapter. 
yeah exactly it's like blood for the blood chapter yeah (laughs) perfect okay this story is called uh stalkers in the dark wow stalkers in the dark you need me to read for you pal yes sir (laughs) take it away okay so uh this is if the formatting throws anyone off it's like a codex entry that you would find in like an i modeled after my ninth edition codex and i just got the 10th edition so yeah but anyway when i first uh, opened this codex it was uh, yeah boom you get this cool black and white silhouetted space marine and out of his helmet grill it's like smoking and it's super like wow like really catches (laughs) you man like yeah it also remembers it reminds me of kind of the third edition style codexes that style uh art and black and white yeah yeah i i went black and white all the way because i was like this isn't accurate to my lore so i just made it black and white yeah (laughs) just stop throwing me off and i put like uh in the background the backdrop instead of being white paper it's like gothic spires and like moonlit foggy night and stuff um I had a lot of fun figuring out how to do this. And I even printed this out and I take this in a binder with like all my rules for when I play every Saturday. So <laughs> like if anyone perfect. asks me for my lore, I slap it down like an absolute nerd, you know, like read. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's sweet because it's only two pages. So technically it could be only one page. Uh, so it's not too much of an investment. People will actually read it. It's super. Oh, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely appreciate the compliments. It'll make me feel better for when the Lord gets ridiculed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take it okay. away. Absolutely. Here we go. Venatoris, stalkers in the dark. The huntsmen of the Astartes Venator are cruel strikers that reflect their nightmare world's terrifying visage. They specialize in tracking, terrorizing, and subjugation of the enemy's mind. Above all else, their ire burns for the war bands of the traitor Astartes. All right. The Venatoris are a chapter of death and fear with unknown foundings, gene seed and a peculiar adherence to pragmatism rather than the usual principles amongst the ranks of their fellow Astartes. Their their brother chapters note bittersweet relations with them. On one hand, their use of guerrilla warfare, terror tactics and disregard for glory make them a ferociously effective force. Yet it has earned a disgraceful moniker by many of the other members of the Adeptus Astartes for its lack of honor. The guard regiments that come from their homeworld of Odinius have been noted to have a similar reputation amongst other regiments of being unnerving during their first impressions. Due to the unprecedentedly brutal nature of their world, the Venator Marines have been under surveillance by many Inquisitors in the past, yet no warp taint or sign of chaos has ever been found on on Odinius or its inhabitants in spite of its horrifying eldritch nature. As a result of most suspicions of Odinius and its warriors, are deflected as a mere byproduct of their horrific upbringing. Recognized as one of many adapted and peculiar ultramarine successors, the Venator avoid the eye of the Inquisition and stalk the foes of the Emperor from the shadows. <clears throat> the chapter has been noted as compliant enough to the Codex Astartes when reviewed by authorities, yet reports by allies they serve alongside allude to this not being the case. Their companies seem to be more akin to their own miniature chapters with unique doctrines, rituals, and philosophies that are all joined by the cores of the Venatoris beliefs and origins. Named Orders by Venator Marines, each company is an independent body that deploys from their homeworld and assists in holding back the tides of chaos within the Segmentum Pacificus, only banding together in full force when their chapter master sounds Odin's call, commanding all tendrils of their chapter to return homeward. 
Their heraldry varies order to order, yet shoulder plate and gauntlets are colored in a deep crimson, and their armor is so dark it rivals their Dorn-descended brethren, the Black Templar. Many Venator Marines have been noted to wield peculiar weaponry, seemingly modified by the wielder or perhaps their tech marines. It does match their descriptions as a pragmatic breed, seeing as they are even rumored to have redirected foul Xenos technology on its original creators in the heat of battle. Yet such accusations are viewed as mere supposition. In spite of their fascination with the art of breaking mind and spirit, Venator Marines have earned a modicum of awe and respect from Astro Militarum regiments and the rare chapter or two like the Salamanders for their fierce displays of loyalty to the defense and preservation of human life. Dear Lord, you're rubbing off on me, Mark. In the (laughs) eyes of these hunters, honor seems to be earned through never turning down a cry for help from their fellow man and an unwavering devotion to humanity. Although their founding is shrouded shrouded in mystery, it has been noted that chaos and all of its traitorous worshippers are despised above all else in the hearts of the Venatoras. So vilified are these Astartes by their mere existence that the specters of Odenius hunt down signs of betrayal and corruption with a zeal that impresses even the most ardent space marine chapters. Why their passions are so vehement is up to mere speculation, but nevertheless, these principles have earned them a reliable and effective reputation in spite of the minor disagreements in combat doctrine between them and their fellow Astartes. Due to this, they are a trusted ally, but are generally avoided by many chapters who have yet to serve alongside them. And that's about the end. And then you've lead it off with that uh, quote that you led in the beginning. And yes. Yeah. I personally think you need to add some more quotes. You know, those two are great skulls for the chapter blood for the chapter. Perfect. But yeah, man, this is sweet lore. Um, I wrote down some notes. I think some of the most interesting things was uh, most chapters are brutals and like they take skulls and all this and they'd even do blood mm-hmm. rituals, but it's not often talked about or not even in mm-hmm. the open, where these guys are definitely like, kind of cool with it (laughs) yeah it's their main focus it's definitely it's definitely their strong suit and then i was thinking like uh yeah just you know how they kind of dodge the inquisition a little bit it's just you know they're not doing it to their own civilians necessarily like the carcarodons might have that high civilian casualty count so that is like well come on let's not get crazy so it's kind of this cool way where they're overbarred but in the right place their heart is right that's how to say it yeah, yeah, it's the the way I tried to balance it. I, I have my own in lore reasons like this hint, hint. It has to do with their gene seed and some of their origins, but they try and yeah. balance their nature, their horrifying, like terror based nature uh, with the absolute like protection of humanity. Like that's their main principle. And yeah. it may even override like the completion of a mission. So like they'll go full salamander and they're like, if there's a human being out there, we have to prioritize them over our own, you know, need to spill blood and, you know, terrorize exactly. the enemy. Yeah. Where some chapters, they might be like one space Marine is worth 100 civilian deaths. So don't sacrifice yourself unless it's, you know, that ratio. Exactly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And cool. I like that flaw because like, I don't want, I don't want my yeah. space Marines to be the best space Marines, you know, like I don't, I don't want them to be the coolest space Marines around. And if it's, it's a, like a, an endearing flaw that actually makes them relatable. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, there's plenty of uh, space Marines that do like the last stand. And it's like, why would you do that? But like they do it. Yeah. And, you know, the, your guys are stubborn in this way. Yes. It's a good balance. Yes, the, for sure. They're they're super like pragmatic and like intellectual. Right. Like I, I, I 
noted that they'll like augment their own technology and even rumored you know they'll like redirect like a goss flare on a necron if they run out of ammunition like they don't care whatever gets the job done right yeah i was but, just about to say that like that was one of my notes yeah. you know it's technology so it's more like in the heat of the moment they use it not so much like they're taking it back to the chapter you know no no weapon scopes or yeah right right well you got to think too that they're already under the eye of the inquisition you know what i mean so like imagine you just walk by the inquisitor and you have like a necron tank you know like don't don't worry about it like <laughs> yeah yeah okay cool cool it's just a different paint scheme you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i like that uh i like how the chapter is kind of organized um just they can be everywhere kind of doing their own little things or recruiting their own little guys for their orders i like it yeah yeah the each each order or company is um like I said, like a mini chapter and they have their own doctrines, way of fighting, way of thinking, way of recruiting. One order might focus way more heavy on psychers, while another order might uh, be way more about like efficiency and almost like more like ultramarines, you know? Yeah. So now it's just flavor for each company. Is the overall chapter theme guerrilla warfare and then it breaks down further into that? Or is it like one order specifically is... The first company and that's guerrilla warfare and that kind of gives them that med that doctrine how does right that right well yeah i the way i see it is it breaks down so their core tenants are terror like confusion of the enemy and guerrilla warfare okay so sure. and then from there they evolve like their psychers i imagine their their warp magic is all like in the effort to absolutely terrify the enemy confuse their supply lines or or yeah. um intimidate you know like yeah the rest of it their, their armored company uses bikes that uh their mufflers are modified to like sound like screams or something like that that is exactly right like they would modify their saying. planes so that it would like do the screech when they come in for a bombing run their bombs would <laughs> all have those whistles you know what i mean it's all about psychological warfare yeah. it like the venatoris marines kind of like uh another hint kind of like you remember the night lord stories where they would float into a set uh, like a star system and the star system would just surrender because they realized the night lords are coming for them yeah you, exactly. you ever heard about those yeah. i i would imagine i don't i'm not saying that whole star systems have just surrendered to them but they kind of have that same vibe yeah. where like when they reach a planet if the planet realizes it's them it's like oh shit you know like, <laughs> yeah i like that uh yeah my only other question What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Is, and I don't know if you want to save this for, you know, when you write more to submit. And that is the mm -hmm. unknown gene seed. Do we want to delve into that or is that? 
I've I was pondering this like as you were texting me like I'm sitting down at the computer I'm like do I reveal my secrets yeah <laughs> so far like I'm definitely intrigued this is super cool like if you write a part two is it gonna be a like a first person narrative is it gonna be like Sakanum style entry I actually have quite a few stories in the works I have one story where it's the siege of a planet I won't reveal too much but there's xenos and chaos space marine shenanigans going on and the chapter has to do their best to defend the planet and i'm trying to like in that story i want to reveal like the difficulty of the choices they have to make so they have to choose between the hive city or facing down this enemy or taking out the chaos space marines because they hate chaos so much it's like the one thing that will send them into like a rage but they also have to hold their core tenant of defending humanity from the uh, Xenos that's invading their planet. So, like, what do they choose, you know? Um, Very cool. Yeah, and it will it, even, mm-hmm. like, tie into, like, even, uh, like, their gene seed, potentially, where it's, like, it's from unknown origin. So, instantly, I think, is there some chaos gene seed that they're using? So, do they hate chaos because they know where their gene seed comes from? Like, you know, you can really work in some uh, what's happening in the narrative. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that that is a part of the plan, dude. I I yeah. love that. You're, I, it's all I'm coming so together. Glad. I'm so glad you noticed this. Someone noticed. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, yeah. No, this is great. Uh, I have been trying. I tried to lace this in very subtly into the codex so people would ask these exact questions. <laughs> no, I'm, pa- um, I'm picking it up. My only final question then is uh, mm-hmm. Venatoris. Does that mean something specific, or is it just so? it's venator it means hunter in latin cool okay yeah so their chapter is called venatoris because i wanted to make it slightly fancier i added an i and an s i know i'm a genius but (laughs) Uh, um, stardis venatoris it's perfecto yeah yeah and the 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 within the chapter they would uh recognize each other as like a venator first and they would just be calling each other hunter in high gothic oh that's cool yeah that's yeah yeah um and uh the their regiments too i'm gonna make a codex entry for their regiments but their regiments are very hunter themed they have a very similar persona um and i'm actually really excited to delve into the relationship between my astartes and their home world and their peoples because it's actually i think pretty unique they're actually way closer related to to them and they they communicate with them all the time and they work with their guard regiments really closely so that kind of like highlights their their need to protect humanity and work with humanity you know yeah and also kind of reveal why they might have some of these uh darker skull taking rituals and like how tribalistic they might be like yeah oh oh absolutely their world is brutal and i i call it a nightmare world it's it's a death world but gerald came up with this cool term and this is an homage to him he came up with the term i based my world off of the you ever played bloodborne yeah yeah uh yeah, so I bl- I based the whole world off of Bloodborne. Just imagine Bloodborne, but a whole planet. <laughs> and <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh yeah, so it's horrifying. It's awful. There's curses everywhere. There's there's just it's super terrible. I imagine like Catachan, but with a gothic Bloodborne twist. You know, very cool. Yeah, yeah. So so they are very brutal and tough in the mind, and it shows in their in the space marines the the culture from odenius transferred into the space marines really strongly yeah but um 
but yeah, um, to answer your questions earlier about the unknown Jeed scene, if I would like to reveal that, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't mind. I'll just talk about it if you want to hear. Um, yes, I do. Lay it on. Okay, they are secretive Night Lord successors, um, and they absolutely despise their origins. Like they hate their father, Conrad. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And so they are trying to atone for their sins. That's why they are so vehement about hating traitors and yeah. protecting humanity. Because their their father did the exact opposite. He was too weak to remain loyal, and humans were, you know, playthings for him. Yeah. So they just despise him entirely. And their chapter master uh, is like trying to keep them in line, despite that pretty intense quote. They they have redirected their urges and their really dark nature into the enemy. That's their that's their counterbalance. We can't touch loyal humans, so we have to redirect our bloodlust into those who have damned us, you know, or wronged us. Yeah, I think you know, like father, like son, like Conrad Kurz at one point was doing good, and there was a time where he wasn't like super crazy, you know, and right? He was right. Only hurting the right people. Um, yeah, so this is kind of the loyalist version. I can get behind it. The question is, how did it happen? Was it call? You can just say that, and then it's like, well, fuck, you got me, bud. Right. Like I. So the one thing I didn't write it in here because like there's so many foundings and everything that I started getting a headache when I was trying to figure out dates and all that. And I was like, unknown, just unknown. You know? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But, like, um, just because they know uh -huh. they come from night Lords doesn't mean they yeah. know when they came from no night Lords or even how they came from night Lords. Exactly. They, they might be super ancient. They might be super new. Maybe they were like, I, I was thinking maybe in, they burn even my... the records themselves. Like they're like, no, like, exactly we, we despise it so much we're not even keeping records we're brain wiping this portion from us we know we're night lords but we don't remember how or why like absolutely fuck. like i i could so imagine like like the, the i imagine there's an inner circle for the order right so it's like they're your captains of your companies the champion and the chapter master right so the cha the champion of the chapter i mean not not the champion of the company um and I would imagine maybe a few select members of the inner circle or the inner circle is aware of their origins so that they can they realize the importance of not falling to their old ways. Right. But yeah. like the rest of the chapter, they don't know. Like I could totally see that being the case. I haven't specified it yet, but I really like that idea. And like Malum, maybe he has enough sway or they had some kind of agent in the Inquisition or something. Uh, well, I'll figure out a way to explain it. But yeah, like they burn all records so no one can know because they just despise it so much. Yeah, perfect. And then, yeah, it's yeah. just unknown. <laughs> yeah, unknown. We don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. If anyone asks, they just disappear weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Very yeah. cool chapter. Uh, I You need to post some pictures of your minis. And of course, if you have any, do you? Yes, I actually did post a couple pictures earlier. I think you commented on my dreadnought. I had the dreadnought with the black and the red hand and like the white stuff all over his face. Yeah, the white warp that. paint. Yeah, yeah. His current name is Billy Dreadman. I'll I'll work on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the high gothic name. I know that. <laughs> no, no, it's like Billy the Dreadman is. <laughs> so but funny. yeah, yeah, I'll figure out some cooler name for him. But they. I believe the Night Lords, they put their gaunt they painted their gauntlets red, right? Yeah, yeah, I believe at one time they did. 
I remember at one point they did. I have that in yeah, my like Sever Card has that. Like they're better. Yeah, have that. Yeah, yeah, no, ex exactly. I think I can't remember if it was like a mark of shame because you remember how the Ultramarines used to paint their helmets red as a mark of shame, but then it became a mark of honor. Yeah. I think the Night Lords had something similar. It's either an honor or a shame, but I can't remember which. I'm pretty sure it is uh, a shame. You're right. Because Sevatar was still controversial in his chapter. And yeah, yeah. Right. And he was like punished and like Kurt, Kurt and him had this weird relationship. So he put like the mark of shame and he made him wear the red gauntlets. I think I think it's a shameful thing. Well, cool. the Venator, Very the Venators cool. have it on their arms. And I'm not sure if the current lore reason that I have right now or like what a Venatorus Marine would be talking about with one of his own or like a, a, a different Astartes that would be asking it would mimic blood drenched in their arms. So like, I imagine they have like rituals to become a full brother. Uh, one of them is you have to paint your uh, helmet in your own unique pattern of war paint. That's why all my minis, I don't know if you remember the photos, but all my minis have this like either like little war paint lines or like a full helmet of white or like it's running down their chest. It's like unique to the space brain. Cool. But it's like a symbol that they've graduated. And then after they've graduated their first battle, they have to dredge their gauntlets and shoulder pads and blood of the enemy. And then they have it officially painted. So it's like, boom, you're like, you're, you're a full, full brother. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to see these pictures again. I re recall them, but I want to see them again. Let, let me see. I am a terrible painter, but... I as will long be as happy it's not gray, that's all that matters. I can't seem to get Honestly, out of gray phase right now in my life, but that's... I gotta be honest, I, I walked into my hobby shop the other day, right? And I had been telling them, I just recently got into the gaming side of the hobby, like, like three weeks ago. I've played three games in three weeks, lost all three. It's been awesome. <laughs> but, 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 that uh, happened. <laughs> I, I brought in my army and for weeks, everyone had been telling me, don't worry about painting it. Everyone says they're going to paint their first army and they're going to walk in with all painted minis and no one ever does it, you know? And so like everyone was like doubting me. And so I stayed up for three days straight, just painting to spite those bastards. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm walking in with a painted army, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> Nice. Now and the real question is, were they based as well? Yes, they were. Oh, 10 out of 10. Okay. You it it wasn't good. Help. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't good. But I put grass tufts and rocks on those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I got to admit, like, everyone was right. And, like, you're you're so right. It's better than gray. I'm, like, standing above the table. I'm exhausted after having, you know, not sat down for the past three hours rolling dice. But, like, no matter what, even a bad paint job will look better on the table compared to the, the opponent's gray army. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the rule is, you know, it looks good from three feet away. So that's pretty far. You can make a lot of stuff kind of look decent then. Oh, absolutely. Where did I put these pictures in the damn chat? I can't even remember. I'll find them on my phone. But, but yeah, cool. that's that's the lore. If if you have any other questions, I'll be happy to answer. I have stories in the works, so I'll be back very soon. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, we'll have you back on. Uh, if anyone else would like to submit their stories, you can submit them to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, we'll set up a time. I can read it. I can read it with someone else. I can read it with uh, Combat of Storm. doesn't matter. But uh, Absolutely. yeah, it's always fun. I loved it. And uh, 
this was received for some reason i had like this image in my mind that you'd be tearing apart the whole thing and there'd be like 30 lore problems and then i realized what am i thinking like <laughs> <laughs> i think you had me as soon as i opened the document and it's just like that's so fucking cool looking <laughs> The second I heard your gasp when you opened the dock, I was like, yes, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, see you guys on the next episode. Uh, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.